Welcome back. Episode 89 of the Convoy Conversations podcast. Um, This is going to be a pretty special episode to me. This is the episode after we hit 10,000 listens. And I'm very thankful for that. We hit 10,000 before 100 episodes. Uh, That was like one of my big goals. So I'm pretty happy that I hit that. But yeah, so hopefully, but I mean, our numbers been doing like pretty good lately. I don't know, I don't know why or how, but I haven't been getting much feedback. We've been getting a lot. We've been getting a few more um, ratings, I would say, on um, on Apple. But as far as like everything else, which is pretty much where like ninety five percent of our listeners come from. Um, but yeah, uh, so. Now we're getting ready. We're probably going to publish this episode on YouTube, but uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about this episode. I know last episode, I feel like wasn't my best. I was always worried about last episode because I was like going on a little bit of a rant more than I should have. But I mean, that was just something I had to get off my chest that I, you know, and I couldn't even really explain, you know, do the episode how I wanted to do the episode and truly explain, you know, what was going on. But I'll probably do that later on, but I'm not going to waste another episode on it right now at least but yeah so i'm still on leave leave has been long as fuck for me and i'm only like a you know three-fourths of the way through so i got like probably like one more week but i'll probably be back at work and um they'll be in the field so i'll probably just come home for the rest of that week still but uh yeah so let's get into it uh yeah so like i said i've been at home uh been working on trying to get these tattoos. Uh actually gotta go today and see what's up with it. Uh get my first one sketched out and then we'll go from there. Uh somebody told me well not somebody told me. V told me that the fucking the Air Force and Space Force got rid of PT test. And I'm just like, what the fuck kind of shit is that? I know that they aren't like the tip of the spear when it comes to our military. It's kinda like between well, I'm going to say Army because I'm Army, but Marines and stuff like that. I know Marines probably ain't getting rid of PT tests no time soon, nor the Navy. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Air Force and Space Force got rid of PT tests. Why? I don't know. I need to look that up, but I wish they did that for us because it truly does not define you as a soldier. Maybe. I don't know. I know our job's a lot more physically demanding and, you know, more so the infantry than the rest of the army, but there are a lot more other jobs that are physically demanding. So I think that's just something that the army is never going to get rid of. Never, ever going to get rid of, you know, like I said, why? I don't know, because it, it, it truly does not define you as a person and what type of soldier you are. I mean, it could, and it does in a, in a little bit, but it, you know, nowadays motherfuckers use that as the overall performance of a soldier. Like if he's strong, fucking, you know, he's the best soldier we got because he's strong. Because a lot of our things are physically demanding things. But you, I've seen some strong idiots. I've seen some strong, bad decision makers in the Army. And the Army has failed to recognize that. But I don't know if you, you know, like I said, if you're in that thousand-pound club, you got, you know, you're strong enough to make it through Ranger School, but you was too stupid, don't matter. That's all they care about. But, I mean... I don't. I mean, I don't really care about it because I don't foresee myself taking an APT test. I've gotten away with not taking a PT test. I haven't taken one since, like, an actual one since like maybe before COVID hit. And everything else, like, I took one before, but I was like the greater of it, so I like half-assed it. I didn't do the two-mile run at the end, and and that was a new PT test, and I was just like, fuck it, we're not doing a two-mile run. We're just gonna write towns for everybody, but. I haven't taken one legit since fucking before uh, COVID hit. And I, I'm, with this surgery out of the way and I hopefully get another one, if my other arm is fucked up, then I'm not going to take another PT test until I, not until I get out because I wouldn't take one when I, if I was out, but I'm not going to take a PT test for as long as I'm in. And I got technically two years left, but I'm trying to get med boarded, as y'all know. So I'm definitely not trying to take a PT test. But 
Yeah, I think I I just thought that was interesting, and it's kind of interesting to me because in the Air Force they do have like combat arms kind of type of jobs, like you know you got PJs, TACPs, CCTs, uh, you know you just got the whole special operations side of the Air Force, and I don't know you know what they have for Space Force and stuff like that, but you know I you would think that they would still keep that for something, but you know ninety percent of each job involves sitting in a chair typing on a computer. Not ninety percent, a hundred percent of her job involves her sitting at a fucking computer doing nothing, and I've known plenty of other Air Force people too. They're like, "Yeah, I don't do shit," and it's just like, "Damn, I wish that was my life. It was supposed to be my life, but when you're seventeen years old, you make bad decisions in life, and uh, you just prolong your success." But I'm grateful for where I am. But uh, what else has been going on? Uh, as usual, you know, gas prices is high because it's a war in Russia. For people who do not know why the gas prices are high, it's because we got our gas from fucking Russia. And with them shutting off imports from Russia, our num probably our I don't I'm pretty sure it was our number one source of fucking oil. We are not being able to we are not able to get more gas we don't have gas readily available. And that abundance from another country other than what is it? Saudi Arabia. But Saudi Arabia said that they are not increasing the production of their gas for us. Despite us helping us, helping them motherfuckers out and keeping their neighboring countries from fucking invading them. I don't know, probably for the past 30 fucking years. And they refuse to increase production for us. And not to mention that over half the people involved in 9-11 were from Saudi Arabia. But that's another story. And I can either confirm or deny that, but I'm pretty sure that's true. But right now we're working on getting gas from other um, from other countries who we've fucking made enemies with because... I don't know, like, a lot of people don't know everybody hates America, but they fear America, so it's it's better to be an ally than an enemy of America, so, which is also another story, but anyways, yeah, so, which would be, in my opinion, would be a great time for them to start every car company to be making um, electric cars, like, just immediately, but the reason why you don't see that happening, like, immediately, or them, like, oh, we're gonna, you know, put these out this year, electric cars, because this is always happening, we just don't pay attention to it, gas prices are always gonna spike like this, because of something going on in the world, and it's gonna go back down, it's just a matter of time, everybody's acting like this is new, this is the first time that gas prices have spiked up, I remember one time when I was little, like, eight years old, and I was seeing something on the news or something like that. I don't know. But there was one time we went to the gas station and there was like there was this oil crisis going on. Probably fucking because there was a war or something going on, some conflict going on that I didn't know about. But I remember going to the gas station down the street and literally it was a line down the street. Cars like jam packed in there like, you know, it was a football game that let out and the parking lot was just packed. Everybody's trying to get gas. Because they thought that, you know, there was going to be no more gas. But my opinion is, if you're filling up your car right now because you literally think that there's not going to be any gas tomorrow, how long is that going to last you before you need to get gas again? So you, I mean, ultimately, you're going to run out of gas, so it doesn't matter. But, But like I said, this always happens and people don't pay attention to it. Like it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna continue to happen. Next thing you know, like fucking, there's gonna be some crisis with electric cars or something like that. Once they're completely done with gas cars, there's gonna be a shortage on electric cars, and all of a sudden people are gonna go out and start buying them all up and shit like that for no reason. And I don't know, but I will say like don't don't go out there and rush and buy a Tesla right now because fucking shit's getting crazy. Like shit's gonna change it's gonna go back and then everything's just gonna be just fine again and then we're gonna be waiting for the next global fucking you know pandemic or something like that but i will say i'm getting an electric car as i said before i'm just waiting for uh waiting till i get out buy a house maybe but um 
I'm truly waiting for, you know, the new Rams to come out. They're coming out with electric cars. And I'm going to see what uh, Dodge is doing with the Chargers. Even though I think Chargers are kind of played out. Hopefully that they, you know, reinvent the uh, the interior of the fucking Chargers. Specifically the Hellcats. Because, I mean, if you get inside of a Hellcat, it literally looks the same as a base model fucking Charger. If you configure it right. And I just think that's just a scam that people fall for. Like I was driving in a Hellcat the other day and because my truck still has a flat tire because I'm too lazy to fucking order a new one. Um, and I was just in there trying to fucking, you know, use the navigation and there's no Apple CarPlay on that motherfucker. A 2020 Dodge Charger Hellcat, $86,000 car and it does not have Apple CarPlay. And I'm just like, oh my god, this 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 car is so fucking annoying. But like I said, it go it goes fast. But there's only so many times you go fast, and then you're just like, all right, now, now I'm bored with it. I love being inside of my truck, you know, with all the features that it has, 12 inch screen on there, Apple CarPlay. I never even realized how much I needed Apple CarPlay until I didn't fucking have it, and I felt like I was in the fucking 90s or something like that. Or, you know, I might as well have been in a base model fucking charger, you know, for the navigation. You not to be able to display navigation on your fucking the screen, which is the biggest screen. And then it has the biggest screen that, you know, the charger has to offer. And I, I just thought it was stupid. But, yeah, the Hellcats are overrated. I mean, they got a Tesla out right now that can fucking beat it, which is essentially almost the same price as a fucking, you know, Hellcat. I think it's like a Tesla. I don't know. I'm not going to try to guess, but it's it's a Tesla something. And it's like a thousand horsepower. Puts the fucking Hellcat to shame. Imagine getting blown out of the water in a drag race to a car that has no exhaust sound. It takes off and sounds like RC car. That's pretty fucking embarrassing. But, uh, yeah. Anywho... I was gonna say, uh, I'm going to San Diego. Is it May? Never been to San Diego, so if anybody has any tips on what I should do in San Diego, please let me know. I'm a research. All I'm gonna do anytime I go out of town, all I want to do is go to like a sneaker store or something like that, or like you know some store where they sell like Supreme and shit like that. And that's all I want to do. I don't care about like going and sightseeing when I go out of town and stuff like that. I'm not an outdoors person unless we shooting guns or something like that. But I'm going to take my son to like the Sesame Street Park or something like that. And, um, but yeah, I'm going to be there for like four days. I think I'm going, I'm thinking I'm going to go like Memorial Day weekend or something. I don't know. But, um, also, did anybody see that Nike is lowering their inventory on, um, what was I going to say, on uh, lowering the inventory that they give to, if not stopping completely? They said they're not they're not going to stop selling Nike t- products to Foot Locker, but I just think that they're, I think that they're referring to, like, their clothes and stuff like that, which nobody fucking buys anyway, unless it's, like, a tech fleece or something like that, but Nike which includes Jordan brand, they're not going to be too much selling their products to um, Foot Locker. And people don't know that Foot Locker is the same thing as Champs and Foot Action. They're, they're all owned by the same like company. So what that means is that they're going to be increasing their inventories, hopefully on the sneakers app, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Because I don't have too much trouble and problems hitting on Foot Locker app. But what I always have a fucking problem with is hitting on the sneakers app. I've gotten like some random, you know, hits on there, pretty pretty good hits. But like the vast, like 90% of the time, I take an L on the fucking sneakers app. And I'm pretty sure everybody else does too. Because of all the fucking just bots that no matter how many times they upgrade their website and try to keep bots from fucking like taking the entire inventory, it doesn't matter. They're always going to, you know, beat you to the punch. And that's been something that they've been battling over, like, you know, the past five or six years, pretty much since the fucking sneaker zap came out. And, you know, they've had no success at stopping it. And I don't think it's going to stop either. I don't think by them lowering their inventory 
to counter the bots, the amount of bots that they have on fucking sneakers app is going to fix anything because all that means is that these motherfuckers with these bots are just going to buy more. I've seen motherfuckers like buy over like 200 pair. And it's like, I don't think it's going to stop them. And because if, if, you know, if that fixes it, then they're just going to come out with some more sophisticated bot to, you know, take more pair or just get around, you know, the workarounds that they have. It's truly not going to fix anything, in my opinion. But like I said, I hope it does because I hope that, you know, I don't even really too much go after sneakers that much anymore. You know, I just, you know, have my main ones that I like to go after. I'm more of a stylish type of wear versus a, I want to collect shoes now. I'm more into putting my money into other things. I've significantly decreased the amount of money that I've spent on shoes, and I'm thankful for that. I don't think I've bought shoes. It's March, and I haven't bought a pair of shoes for myself yet. Actually, the last time I bought a pair of shoes was maybe... Hmm, like last November or something like that. And then that was it. I haven't really bought shoes since then. Thinking about it, but I'm not too worried about, you know, shoes anymore. I want to more so focus on, you know, putting my money towards other things that have longevity. I know shoes can have longevity too, but I don't, I don't too much wear shoes. I have like my go-tos as everybody does. And then, you know, that's it for me, you know, Unless I see, you know, I immediately want to put this outfit together, then, you know, that's that. But, like I said, back to what I was saying, I don't think that fucking by them not selling the Foot Locker, which is, you know, strange. You know, you're so used to walking. But, I mean, really, too, not too many people just go in the store and buy shoes anymore, for one, because, or at least, the you know, the the exclusive shoes and the real hype shoes, because they have to do raffles now. And it's made sneaker shopping so fucking boring, too. You remember when it, what it used to be like to go and camp out for a pair of shoes? I remember the longest I've ever camped out for a pair of shoes was like uh, maybe three o'clock in the fucking morning because I left the club. I'm drunk as fuck. And I was like right down the street from the mall. So I was like, all right, I'm instead of me going all the way back home, going to sleep and possibly not waking up on time and possibly not beating everybody here. I'm just going to go park outside the club and chill to they open up at like, I don't know, 830 ish or something like that, 730. And hopefully I'm going to get a pair. What happened was I parked on the wrong side of the fucking mall and fucking I didn't end up getting my size and I was significantly pissed. But yeah. It used to be so fun, you know, going to, you know, a shoe store, lining up and waiting, hopefully getting your size. But the adrenaline pumping through you because you was like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to get my size. It's like it's like, you know, 10 people ahead of me. You trying to guess everybody's shoe size that's standing in front of you. You're trying to hope that they ain't getting double pairs and stuff like that. And you hope that you get your pair. And then when you do, you feel that much more appreciative of the pair of shoes that you got because you had to camp out for them. You had to hope that you got your size. You had to stand in line. And when you finally got there, just made everything worthwhile. Now it's just like, uh, you know, you go there. Well, you enter the raffle on your phone, at least for the Foot Locker. And I'm pretty sure it's like that for Chance, Foot Action, and Finish Line. Enter the raffle on your phone. Pick the st- the three stores in your area that you want to, you know, hopefully hit on the raffle. And if you hit on them, you have until such and such time to claim them. And then you have until such and such time to come pick them up on the day that they release. And then that's just that. Nice, quiet, smooth transaction. I miss the chaos where people was bomb rushing the stores, fighting over shoes. You know, it's so ridiculous that I'm so glad that you don't see anymore is motherfuckers fighting over shoes. You know how ridiculous you are to be some grown ass man fighting another grown ass man over a hundred and ninety dollar pair of shoes. You know how ridiculous, embarrassing that is for you, because after that, once you don't get the shoes, how does that what do you do? You know, you walk away, and then what if you see that person again, and, you know, you with some people like, yeah, I got beef with that motherfucker because we we fighting over a pair of shoes, and he got them, and I didn't. And it's like, damn, that's wild. That's crazy. Like, most, I've seen people kill for more, you know, 
and you went into it with somebody over a pair of shoes. I've never been in that situation before. It was kind of almost, but, it, you know, dude was just acting a fucking fool there, trying to, you know, make sure he was first in line or something like that. But I was just like, all right, man, like, you got it. But he was more so, like, you know, being aggressive with everybody type shit. But it didn't matter because I ended up walking in there and buying, like, four pairs of the shoes that he was trying to get. So I wasn't tripping. I think we knew somebody that worked there, and then they brought us in first, so everybody was pissed. But, yeah. Hopefully that changes our sneaker culture, but uh, I don't, like I said, hopefully it does. But if it doesn't, oh, well. Uh, What else? Oh, no more daylight savings time either. Which I don't know. I don't know why daylight savings time was a thing in the first place. I've never known why we do daylight savings time, but they just passed some bill that it's it's probably going to happen this year again. And then, after that, 2023 is when there will be no more daylight savings time. So more, no more. I think you gain an hour. You go an hour forward or backwards. Yeah, you get you get you go an hour backwards in the winter time, and then you go an hour forward in you know the springtime or near the end of winter. Which I, I like. I said it's. I didn't really give a fuck about it, but um. I don't know why it was a thing in the first place. Like those are one of those old things that I'm I'm happy that we getting rid of because it was just stupid to begin with. Like why why were we doing daylight savings time? Actually, I'm gonna Google that because I was re- I've been real curious. I meant to Google that before I did this, but uh, here we are. We're gonna live Google this. Why was daylight savings time started? Uh, daylight savings time was started to conserve energy. It didn't work. Daylight savings time in the U.S. started as an energy conserve. Daylight it started to conserve. Uh, I'm sorry. Daylight savings time started in the U.S. to conserve energy during World War One and became a national standard in the 1960s. The idea is that in the summer months we shift the number of daylight hours we get in the evening. Uh, that's still to conserve energy. What do we need to conserve energy for? Let me see. Let's keep going with this. Let's keep going with this. So if the sun sets at 8 p.m. instead of 7 p.m., we'd presumably spend less time with the lights on in our homes at night, saving electricity. It also means you're less likely to sleep through daylight hours in the morning since those shifted since those are shifted an hour later too. Hence, saving daylight hours for the most productive time of the day. That but I'm gonna tell you right now, as everybody probably knows, like bitch, it could be nighttime, I'm gonna still keep these lights on. Or it could be daylight, I'ma still sleep. Me, I don't personally like sleeping in, you know, during the daytime. I fucking absolutely hate it. I can't even fall asleep to save my life in the daytime. I could uh, I could have done 24 hours on staff duty and I still get off and be awake. I don't know why, but I just can't sleep during the daytime. But yeah, I don't know why it took them this long to figure out that that shit didn't work because it's still motherfuckers that run that electricity bill up and sleep during the day because they ain't got no job or they just work nights or something like that. Which uh, that that was that was pretty dumb because it was just like like I said, like if you work a night job. What about the people that work a night job? Daylight saving time means jack shit to them because they're gonna be up during the day, or no, they're gonna be sleep during the day, and then they're gonna be up during the night with the lights on. So that made absolutely no sense. But I'm just mad that it took them that long to realize, like, hey, yeah, we we need to get rid of this shit because it's it was pretty pointless. But I like I said, I don't I don't really care. But I mean, I guess, you know. But but once it happens, we ain't even gonna realize it that yeah, we not setting back our clocks anymore or something like that. Like people not gonna pay attention to it. Cause all it is, every every year, everybody acts like it's brand new. As soon as the hour goes forward, you know, the internet goes in a a frenzy. Oh, we lost an hour, we gained an hour. You know, the this it's the same shit every year. The same recycled tweets and memes every single year with the same stuff. You get the same re- recycled tweets. It's nothing new. 
you know, I was thinking about the other day, what I was thinking about the other day, I was like, our generation, this generation's version of who shot Tupac and Biggie, this generation's version of that is going to be who shot Megan Thee Stallion. Who truly shot Megan Thee Stallion? Let's think about it. Wouldn't we've, it's been like two years and we still haven't found out what happened. That happened mid pandemic, mid pandemic at the height of fucking, uh, Tory Lanez. And then remember back then too, Tory Lanez had the, um, the live shows on Instagram. And you know, what's so crazy about that? He had those, he started that shit. First of all, with people getting butt ass naked on fucking Instagram live and, uh, what was it called? I think it was called something like quarantine radio or something like that. But he started that shit and nobody gives him, nobody gives him credit for that shit. Not to mention so many other people have gotten kicked off fucking social media for that. But I, I feel like because he was probably boosting their numbers as far as like live and stuff like that. And because I think that was back when, you know, Instagram live had probably been out for like a year or less or something like that. So it really was doing numbers when he fucking did it. And for the same thing that they are banning people from Instagram for, they didn't ban Tory Lanez for it at all. I'm pretty sure you, I'm pretty sure you can't get on live and do that shit now. But back then that shit was slapping. He had everybody on there. Porn stars. You ain't seen in a minute. He had on there. And they was still out, and they was out here thriving. Had people trend. He had people. He had porn old porn stars trending on that motherfucker, and that was hilarious. But um, yeah, they generation is gonna be like who shot Megan Thee Stallion if they don't prove it, which I think is wild because, like I said, I, I that's something I'm so curious about, but I care nothing about. I just want to know if he did it or not. Which I'm pretty sure it was like if you did, if you act, if you truly actually did it, then you probably they wouldn't. It wouldn't take this long. For something like, you know, of that nature. But my my guess is he didn't do it. But don't hold me to that. And don't crucify me if he actually did do it and I was siding with him. Because, I mean, shit happens. But I'm not justifying shooting anybody unless you have to. But what if she gave him a reason to? Who knows? But anyways... Those are one are going to be one of the great unanswered questions. I guarantee you, there are people dying right now, little teenagers, and they get to heaven like, God, did Tory Lanez really shoot Megan Thee Stallion? And be like, go to hell. That's what you came up here, and that's the first question you asked me. But, uh, yeah. Man, what is going on? I'm not really excited to go back to work. I'm I'm just not. I'm I'm I've been so far removed from work that sometimes I forget one, I forget all that I've done in the military because of me being in the position that I am now and me just not really been filling my the unit that I've been in, but I'm just like stuck with it cuz where else can I go? I mean, I don't want to go anywhere else. You know, this unit is probably pretty knows me pretty well enough to know that I'm not doing anything until I get out. So I don't want to have to go to another unit and then they expect me to work. And I'm just like, I just want to let y'all know I have exactly two years until I get out and I'm on profile, first of all. And I'm just not because my plan is, is to go start physical therapy. Cause right now, you know, I'm, I could, I got motion in my arm. I could move my arm again, but it's like, it's so limited. I don't know if it's because I haven't fully recovered yet and I have to go through physical therapy. But as far as me reaching behind me, putting my arm up in the air all the way, um, say, and then when I say reaching behind me, as in, like, say if you were putting your hands behind your back, and I can't do that with my left arm. It, like, fucking, I don't know. I don't, but like I said, I don't know if it's because I'm like, I'm fully recovering still or what, but it's just like my range of motion with my arm is just so limited, way more than what it was before the surgery. And I understand that he kind of told the doctor kind of told me that it was like, Hey, you're not going to be, it's not like you're going to be out here slinging baseballs and stuff like that, but which is not something that I do. 
but I didn't expect it to be like this. I just needed him to make the pain go away and fix the the terror in my shoulder, not limit my arm use, you know, because it wasn't limited. It just like was aching every day. So, you know, the aching has gone away, but the limited use, which is like a stupid trade off on my behalf because I accepted it. But that's going to be my key to. All right, we're going to med board you because my boy went in there. You know, I got a boy who got med boarded for his fucking pinky toe. Or something. It's pinky toe or big toe or something. And they cut him a check, gave him 100% disability, and they sent him on his way. So I am for sure with all my injuries that they going to do something for you, boy. It's either that or I'm going to throw a fucking fit. And I don't want to do that. I don't think they want to see me do that. But, man, we'll see. We'll see. Y'all pray for me. Because I, I really hope that. You know, I get that 100%. If I get that 100%, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I get that check. My 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 boy just showed me, my other boy, too, who got med board, he showed me his check. They gave him, like, over $60,000, and he gets close to, like, four grand a month on disability. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I got, I got to get up out of here. Something's got to happen. Because... I just, I don't know. But, yeah, like I said, I'm going to be, it's going to be tears of joys in my eyes if, you know, they cut me a fat-ass check and send me on my way early. Because then, I like I said, I'm definitely moving out, moving out of Colorado immediately. I don't know. I haven't, I'm not dead set on where I'm going to go. But, you know, like I said, at the top of that list is Texas, Georgia, Arizona, because my boy Q down there, shout out to him. Uh, and you know, but like I, I could do Texas. I got family down in Texas. I don't foresee myself moving back to Kansas City. Which, by the way, gotta talk about that too. Um, uh, yeah, don't for sure don't foresee uh, myself going back to Kansas City. Um, uh, and yeah, I'm gonna just be living living a life early in my early thirties, chilling. I thought about working, but I don't. I mean, I don't know, man. It's like, I, 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 I it's like I know what I want to do when I get out, but it's like, do I have to do it or do I want to do it when I get out? Do I truly want to do it or do I truly want to just pursue my everybody's dream or the American dream of being rich? And I just don't foresee myself working for you know somebody else. The army will kind of put a bad taste in your mouth about that about working for somebody else because you you know. You can either get it's either a blessing or a curse. You're gonna either work for somebody who's an asshole, or you're gonna work. You're gonna completely have it good. And we all know everything good kind of has to come to an end, which that just means that you just move, you know, move on to better things. But mm, we'll see. But I definitely want to, uh, you know, move on to better things. That's what I foresee myself doing, moving on to better things. And we'll just see where it goes. I'm pretty excited about it myself. I know it me being worried about it hasn't kicked in yet, but I'm 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 just excited for not having to, you know, wake up so early in the morning, you know, go to work and be at work until like five o'clock in the evening, come home, you know, not really have time to do stuff. Like me being at home over this past month has really made me appreciate you know not having some crazy ass schedule you know and i you know that's what i'm looking forward to getting back to you know not saying like i said not saying you know the army has been truly bad but for me like there's nobody there that i want to hang out with except for my old soldiers but they always like you know working and stuff like that i just can't go over there and you know chill with them because I don't want to make their, you know, their new, you know, NCO upset because I just got them not working and stuff like that. But I don't know. I think about taking a trip to California too. You know, Josh, he hit me up down there. He's back there. But uh he's talking about getting his uh starting out as a real estate agent. You know, we talked about one thing we talked about um was don't really set the 
expectations high on yourself. And not to really speak on his business or nothing like that, but what we talked about was he was, you know, and I was going through it a little bit too. Like you'll hit a moment of depression when things aren't working out for you and not necessarily like working out for you, moving at this fast pace and this high standard and this high expectation that you set for yourself. And then when things are not like immediately happening because you've thought about, you think about the rewards, you know, as well, you be like, oh man, if I do this, I'm going to be a millionaire. And then when you wake up not a millionaire some days, you're just going to be down on yourself. So we talked about that where, you know, he had a couple of days of depression and, you know, I did too. And we, it was all about not really setting this super high expectation and standard for yourself. Because when, you know, the moment something happens, you'll be like, oh man, um, you know, this didn't work out. Now I'm upset. I'm upset at myself. I feel like a failure and stuff like that. And there's no need to set a high bar for yourself because you have all the time in the world to accomplish your goals. You don't have to, and I'm not saying drag your feet on it, but don't be like, oh, all this has to happen right now because it doesn't. It's a process and you can only go as fast as the process is able to go. So if you set this expectation of I'm going to accomplish step one by this day, then you'll feel a lot better about yourself. Because once you accomplish that first step, then you'll be like, all right, I accomplished step one. Now I'm going to do step two. If you just focus on going step by step, then rather the whole thing, then you won't feel so upset when things are moving slow, things aren't moving at the pace that you want them to move at because, you know, you, like I said, you set this huge expectation on yourself and you're so hard on yourself when you're not, you know, um, when you're not accomplishing the, those things. And also like sheltering yourself from the outside world because you want to be so focused on it. Hey, maybe sometimes you got to bring people in. Maybe sometimes you got to go have conversations with people to keep you focused on your goals or have people encouraging you, even if they can't really, you know, physically or financially do something for your situation a lot of times just talking to people about your situation and so they can help you reinforce those goals in in your mind and those expectations and holding yourself accountable and moving the ball forward or moving the chain forward so that you can you know see progress in what you're trying to do then that's when you start being more you know feeling encouraged and stuff like that and you feel more motivated and then also accepting that some days you ain't going to be motivated to do these things but there's nothing wrong with taking a mental break on things like oh uh well you know today you know i don't feel like doing it i just feel like you know not working on this this and that you know it's okay to do those things but as long as you have that understanding that a after this i'm gonna pick up the ball and i'm gonna keep moving forward so that way, you know, I don't fall off from my goals and then see myself getting further, further away from accomplishing my goals. So, like I said, yeah, we talked about it. And he's like, yeah, you know, you're right. I did set the, you know, I did set this, the bar so high for myself that, you know, when it's time to jump out there and do it, you know, I couldn't even reach it because it's it's so high. So he was like, you know, I'm going to dumb it down a little bit, start and get, you know, my be a real estate agent get a better feel for the business and then you know that's when you know as well as making money while you're doing it so that way you can save up to you know go all in on your own business and you ain't stress about stress out about the financial part of it and then you know now you see you know progress in what you're doing now you see you know have a little bit more experience in what you're trying to do and now you are more committed to it so, yeah, that's what I put for anybody because I did, I, you know, I kind of did the same thing with my fucking hats, you know, my, the, you know, this podcast, you know, these things that I wanted to do. I was setting the, you know, the bar and expectations so high that, you know, some days I wake up and I'm not, you know, getting co-signed by this person and that person that, you know, I, it was for a period of time, like before I had my surgery and even like a little bit after my surgery, I was just like, I'm about to quit this shit. I'm about to quit this shit, you know. I don't feel like this is going to go anywhere. 
you know, this, this, and that. Like, once that negative thought gets in your mind about it, because, like I said, you set that bar too high, it's it's never ending after that. And then all of a sudden you've dug yourself into this hole of negativity, and now you're not accomplishing anything. But what really got what really got me on back on track too was just you know this after this last episode was when we hit ten thousand and I was just like I finally accomplished the goal that I've been talking about I wanted to accomplish and that's what really kept me going I was like and I you know I took pride and I was appreciative of the small goals that I was accomplishing hey I may not be on this huge platform doing this but at my level I accomplished something that I wanted to accomplish. You know, I, I, a lot of the times, like, we compare our success to other people's or we compare where we're at in life to where other people are at in life, you know, because all I compare myself to, man, I want Joe Rogan numbers or I want fucking, you know, brilliant idiots numbers. And knowing damn well, it took them like a while to get to that number. Joe Rogan's podcast is a huge success, you know, because that motherfucker's been in the game since I was a little kid. You know, brilliant idiots is it where it's at because I've witnessed where they started. And that was like fucking I don't know how many years ago they fucking, you know, started Brilliant Idiots podcast. And here I am thinking that, you know, I'm trying to be where they at right now versus where they started. You know, a lot of times we forget, like, everybody has started somewhere. You may not see that they started somewhere because, you know, everybody's only going to post their success stories online, not the. You know, they're not going to remind you, like, let me remind you that I fucking been doing this for years. Now, I mean, like I watched the Larry June uh, interview and with Wallow. And one thing that really one of the things that encouraged me to keep going was too was just like he mentioned that me and him are the same age. And he mentioned that um, I've been doing this for 15 years. People don't know it, but I've been doing it for 15 years. I dropped my first mixtape when I was 15. And, you know, I just now got successful over the past few years, two to three years, or I've just now really gotten popular and really gotten my music moving forward in a, in a more, you know, aggressive and progressive way because of, you know, I just didn't quit. I kept grinding out. You know, I remember he was like, I remember when I was doing shows and, you know, it was like 20 people showing up to that motherfucker. And the majority of them, the people I knew. But, you know, look at where he at right now. He just sold out a fucking five show overseas, five shows overseas tour. And he sold out. And he just, you know, announced that shit like maybe last week. And it sold out already. Five five countries overseas. Or like now, you know, I went to his show last year. You know, it was my second show that I went to for him in Denver. And it was just packed out. You know, but he was like, like he said, you know, I started years ago. And it was like 20 people coming to my shows now. Look at it. You know, I'm sold out everywhere I go. You know, my, my albums is doing numbers. And he's just like, you know, but... I did, I'm only here because I didn't quit. I'm only here because, you know, I got, you know, I didn't give up. I stayed motivated and, you know, eventually it was going to happen for me and it did. Now, and, you know, I will say with that, when you have these big goals and you have these big, you know, dreams and stuff like that, it does require a little bit of a team. So make sure you have some people that's with you that's willing to help you you know, accomplish these things because when it's just you, it does get a little bit of tough. Like right now it has been just me, you know, doing this podcast and it has felt a little tough, you know, to keep it going and, you know, stay motivated and, you know, feel it in my body that I can get on here every week and talk about something to y'all. And, but it's been, I mean, it's been working out for, you know, the better. And I've, it's been working out to the point where people are telling me, you know, you know, you should do two a week and stuff like that, which is, you know, a little bit harder because you, you want to have your things in there that you're able to, you know, talk about and, and things that are happening in the world, you know, these, these have these topics to talk about every week. So doing two a week is a little bit hard, but I'm gonna try, but that that but that's one of those things like those are little you know those little motivators for me is like damn you know they like it that much that they want to get two two a week 
You know, they don't want to wait to, you know, next Friday to get another episode. I've listened to podcast day and that makes me feel good because I've listened to big podcasts that are that good that, damn, I got to wait till next Friday or next Thursday to get a new episode. You know, I ain't trying to wait that long, but hey, that makes me feel good that people think of me, you know, or this podcast that way that they, you know, want to hear it twice a week. So I'm going to work on that for them. You know, I'm all about, I want to be all about, you know, appeasing the audience and stuff like that. And, and uh, what would you call it? Uh, you know, fan fan service, you know, giving the fa- giving a fan what they want, because that's what keeps them, you know, listening when you hear them out and listen to the things that they, you know, um, you know, drive your podcast into the direction that your audience likes to keep their, you know, attention and stuff like that, keep them interested in your podcast. And then that way, you know, they go speak about it to somebody else. And like, yo, I listen to this dope podcast and stuff like that. You know, like I, like I said, like I appreciate people coming up to me and like, yo, I listen to your podcast, you know, that, all this. And, you know, I don't know if I mentioned it before. Like I said, I was walking down the hallway at work and it was a motherfucker that was just like, yo, you know, you doing a, you know, you still do the, you know, the podcast that I this, And I'm like, huh? And I, and I'm, I don't think I've mentioned it to this dude. I think somebody else at work mentioned it to him. And, you know, that made me feel good about it because, you know, it lets me know that people are actively listening. Not to mention, like I said, our numbers are doing great. After we passed, um, that 10,000, literally that day I dropped that episode, uh, we got like another like 200 something listens and we only have 89 episodes. So that just lets me know that fucking it's either new people listening to it and they going back and listening to the old episodes or it's just spread. It's starting to spread like wildfire because I, that, that, that was like the biggest increase that I've ever had. It was like a, a 60% increase in like numbers as far as like, you know, total listens that, you know, I I think that been like one of the biggest, if not the biggest spike that I've had in listens since we started this thing. And we're literally going on like um, maybe we're going on our second year doing this. So two years in and, I you know, we over 10,000, you know, we got good feedback and stuff like that. I'm pretty happy about it. And not to mention, like my biggest motivator is I don't know if y'all remember back when we started this thing. I think it was like literally episode one. We got some, we got, I got the most negative feedback I have ever gotten in my life from somebody who I won't mention, uh, told me that it was just like, y'all only, you know, going to do, you know, five listens. Maybe nobody's going to listen to this. Uh, it's trash. It's whack. Like you just going in on me about it. And I'm just like, okay, well, that's, you know, that's your opinion. I kept it polite, didn't spaz out, nothing, even though I want as much as I wanted to. It was the person that I, you know, it was the relationship that person had with somebody that I was friends with that, you know, I just couldn't do that, you know, because that, you know, that would have obligated that person to do something about it. And I didn't want that type of friction. So I kept it, you know, I kept it. You know, thank you for the feedback. It was it was some type of feedback. And, you know, I'm going to show you that this is going to do something and this is going to go somewhere. And two years later, you know, we did over 10,000. So I appreciate that person for telling me that, you know, this wasn't going to go nowhere because that's my number one motivator. And I'm going to congratulate that person when I do make it. Actually, I'm going to try to have that person on when, you know, on one of these episodes. If I mean, if that ever happens, I don't foresee that happening. But uh, hey, you know, the offer and the invitation is out there to anybody that wants to come on and do the podcast with me. Um, it's gonna happen. I think I'm. I think that's what I'm gonna start doing too. I got this new thing that I want to do, where you know, uh, it's called visiting vets, where you know, I go out and I have different people that I've served with on my podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Damn, that's a nice ass phantom. But uh, yeah. So I got things that, you know, I plan on doing with this and they, you know, it's finally starting to elevate to where I want it to go. So I'm going to just keep it going. I have no choice but to keep it going. I don't like, you know, quitting something that I started. I like to finish what I start. And I think this is going to be a forever thing that I'm working on. I'm never going to be finished working on this. So, you know, that's just one of those things to keep me going. But 
we're gonna bring this to the end um this was a pretty good episode like i said this was a special episode for me we went over ten thousand. hopefully we hit over eleven thousand before the summer uh that'll be great we are already like you know like i said we almost had uh 300 over ten thousand, ten thousand three hundred views so like i said i'm gonna throw this one up on uh youtube too and then I'm working on my visuals. The only reason why I haven't done my visuals because I'm kind of camera shy. So I don't want to get in front of a camera and be, you know, be recording myself. And I'm so, I'm so nervous that I don't know what to talk about. And also, I like to look fresh as fuck when I'm on camera and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to start doing some record. The only thing I haven't, I'm only missing is I got to get a new battery and charger. Because I have no idea what it is for my other camera. Because I want to film from multiple angles and stuff like that. I'm going to start coming out with little visual shorts to put on the podcast page. So y'all just don't see screenshots of the podcast and just random pictures and stuff like that. So I got a lot of things cooking up because I'm, you know, I'm more motivated into working on this now. Perfecting my craft. That's what everybody has to do. And that's what that's going to be. But yeah, be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be on YouTube. Our the YouTube page is Convo Conversations Podcast. Same thing as everything else. I may want to start, you know, a Twitter or something like that. I don't know, but uh, to help me, you know, better get more topics and stuff like that. If you got some topics that you want me to discuss, some things that you want me to talk about, you know, DM me on my Instagram or the Convo Conversations Podcast Instagram page. Or email us at convertconversationspodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, give us some topics, some things that you want to talk about. And uh, be on the lookout for those. But like I said, it's been another episode of Convert Conversations, episode 89. And I'll see y'all next week or maybe midweek. Because I said I was going to work on two. But if I work on two, I'll probably do an hour podcast at the end of the week and a 30-minute podcast during the week. If that if that makes it better, because I don't think, you know, spending two hours a week is going to do it. We did try two hours when we first started and it was a goddamn catastrophe. I don't know how the fuck we managed to get on a podcast and talk for two hours. But that was one of those things where, I, like I said, you know, you got these big name podcasts that was doing two hours worth of podcasting. And we thought that we could do that shit, too. But that shit was exhausting two hours and then we realized that you know along the way like these small podcasts a lot of people don't sit up and listen to a small podcast for two hours it just doesn't happen unless it's really good like i got my podcast like i'll listen to it all the way through but then there are some podcasts that i'll you know i'll play 30 minutes here 30 minutes there 30 minutes here 30 minutes there and then until it's complete but i don't know how the fuck we was doing two hours but i commend us for trying and i commend us for doing it but, yeah, we have to scale it back a little bit and do an hour. So, like I said, I'll I'll probably shoot for doing, you know, 30 minutes, you know, during the week and release it on, like, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday and then, you know, drop a full episode on, on like, Friday or Saturday or something like that. But, I mean, y'all can let me know how y'all feel about that, too. But I think that's, like, my best, you know, course – course of action and josh also said he's working on setting it up over there too because he does want to be on another episode but uh maybe maybe i should look into going out there because i did want to you know do another california trip uh so we'll see we'll see how that goes though um but yeah i'll see y'all next week midweek next week thank y'all for listening i appreciate y'all and i'll see y'all